What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. All right, moving forward, listeners, we've got a treat today. We've got Jordan Goodman, who you may remember, who joined us on episode 44. He's joining us today. So glad to have Jordan back. Jordan is the founder of Beatwell. He's just an awesome guy. And I'm excited to have Jordan catch you all up on what he's been up to. So how are you today, Jordan? Feeling good. How are you doing, John? Uh, Doing great. So great to have you back on the show. And what Moving Forward listeners may not know is that, Jordan, you and I have become friends. We catch up for lunch every couple of weeks, always talk about stuff, not just business, but life and everything that's going on. So really cool to have you back on the show. John, you can tell me talk about pro wrestling, too. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, that's something that uh, Moving Forward listeners, you may not know, is that I grew up as a huge fan of pro wrestling, and Jordan is still a huge fan of pro wrestling, so he keeps me up to date on everything that's going on in that world. I was trained as a pro wrestler when I was 13 years old. Yeah, wow, that's really cool. I mean, like, uh, so share with our listeners a little bit about that. Uh, It was at the height of, I guess, pro wrestling being in the mainstream in the late 90s, like yeah. 98, 99. And I was at 13, like eighth grade into ninth grade. And locally, there was a pro wrestling school that opened that offered a youth program, which was really rare because in the state of Maryland, you had to be 18 to legally, uh, I guess, perform as a pro wrestler hmm. more publicly but yeah, it was one of those things. It was a five-month program. Uh, I was the first youth champion, wow. meaning that I guess what the way I presented in in the classes, the trainers trusted me enough. Uh, not only what I did physically, but also through storytelling. Yeah. You know, and pro wrestling, I think, at done at the highest level, uh, is, is is it's it's great storytelling. I mean, it's really the only. It's it's a traveling Shakespeare in the round, yeah. you know. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, there's clearly a lot of um, stigma attached to it, and a lot of the culture is lowest common denominator. But I mean, I'll tell anyone that the I've learned uh, business, I've learned marketing, I've learned performance, I've learned storytelling through pro wrestling more so than other mediums. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there are some very, very poignant lessons that you can take from the performance art, but as well as the business aspects of it. I mean, I, I just had uh, Dennis Yu uh, from Blitz Metrics, and one of his clients was actually the WWE. And he talked a lot about how, I mean, there's certain companies like the WWE that have really embraced social media marketing and are very forward thinking. So I think there's something to be said for that. Yeah, they were one of the first to really create their own network and yeah. go over the top. And yeah. they are, and even the, one of the first to do pay-per-view in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So WWE as a company, they very much are a leader in entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jordan, so glad to have you back on the show. So catch us up on what you've been up to since we last had you. I can't believe, I mean, the last time you were on the show, it was December 2015. It seems like forever ago. So talk a little bit about what you've been up to, what's been going on with Beatwell, and all the great stuff that you have going on. So 2016 was an interesting year for me personally in that around this time last year, last February 2016, I was feeling stagnant in 
in honestly most areas of my life. So uh, what I was doing professionally, the things that I was not doing creatively, Mm -hmm. uh, friendships, relationships, my living situation, just in all these different areas, I felt stagnant. And if all this energy, if it's not being expressed, then you're just kind of stuck with it. And I was starting to suffer, uh, you know, physically and, and mentally just from all of this potential and energy within me that wasn't finding ways to, to be realized. And, uh, I really, really went all in on myself this time last year. And, a year later, life is a lot better and things are moving uh, forward, I guess would be the most appropriate thing on this show to say. Yeah, absolutely. But talk a little bit about that. I mean, what what led you to, to really want to go in all in on yourself and define for our listeners exactly what that meant for you? Uh, honestly, I, I started feeling physically sick. I was getting really lightheaded. I was getting more anxious. Mm. And that was my body telling me, yo, wake, wake up and do something different because what you're doing right now isn't working for you. So uh, I, I really identified the things, and I talked about this a little bit the last time I was on the show, I really identified the things within the Beatwell work that I really enjoy doing yeah. and have, have more so gone, gone all in on those things. Uh, I moved to, to a new place. I've said no to a lot more opportunities and people that didn't feel good to me. That's really important. I, I, I want you to emphasize that. Exa- can you say that again for Moving Forward listeners? I said no to a lot of opportunities and people that did not feel good to wow. me. That is, I think that's huge, Jordan. I mean, that's probably one of the hardest things to do when you're trying to facilitate change. I mean, was that difficult for you to do? Honestly, I was feeling so stuck that I really had no other choice but to choose myself. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And and it can be hard because if you say no, so I'll I'll turn down opportunities to do my work. And in the past, I may have said yes because, uh, you know, and and I used to say yes to everything because I just wanted as much experience as I wanted. Sure. But then once you get experience, I started to realize if I wake up in the morning and I'm not looking forward to it, well, that's that's a red flag. Yes. If I'm doing the work and I'm only thinking about the money, that's a red flag. Yeah. And life is too short. We live once. So I want to do things that make me feel good. Yeah. So important. So important. So you came to that crossroads. You made that decision. You started to make the changes. So, so what happened? And what were some of the things that you started to notice in your life that changed? Uh, the energy, like I said, that felt stagnant and stuck, it started, uh, it started moving, right? So I, I started having more vision for the things I wanted in my life. And I really think that's so important. And you hear a lot about that, just having a vision or whatever it may be. But it's so true because if you can't see it, then how can you actually create it? Yeah. And if you don't have a vision, then you're try- kind of just going through a hamster wheel of life where life happens to you uh, instead of you making life happen for you. Mm. Yeah, I think that's important. 
Absolutely. And Jordan, talk a little bit about how that changed uh, Beatwell and uh, the types of clients you worked with. And you have, I know you have an exciting story that we've talked about you know, over lunch a couple of times that uh, you want to share with our listeners. Sure. So a good example of this, over the summer, I was contacted by a synagogue in Baltimore County. And they asked me to come meet and uh, they were opening something called the Soul Center, mm-hmm. and it is—it's uh, actually to me really intriguing because organized religion never really resonated with me, even though I was kind of raised in it and went to Sunday school as many Sundays as my parents could get me to, since pro wrestling was on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I got bar mitzvah at thirteen, but it never—there really wasn't this context created for me uh, where it it had this deeper meaning and purpose beyond the ritual of doing it. And uh, I, so, so the soul center, the idea is that it was really, it was their effort to market towards uh, people who aren't necessarily attracted to the more high holidays or the, the, the weekly kind of rituals of, of the religion uh, but still identify maybe culturally as Jewish, mm-hmm. uh, which I do. And and I met with the woman who's in charge of that that kind of part of the synagogue. And I was very upfront with her and said that I'm not completely feeling this right now. And she explained some of the things that she was interested in me doing with them, one being collaborating on a, a service with one of the rabbis at the synagogue. And then also perhaps leading weekly sessions, kind of doing more of just my beat well thing. And, you know, I told her that uh, it's not really exciting me. She asked if I'd come back the next week and meet with the rabbi. I said yes. So I'm still open, right? right? I'm still flexible. I'm still willing to entertain opportunities, but I'm really paying a lot more attention to myself, my gut feelings. Mm-hmm. And I went back the next week. And immediately I felt this incredible rapport uh, with the rabbi Dana there. And she felt good to me. So that was something I paid attention to. And as we started talking about this possible collaboration to do uh, this, this Jewish service, but I would introduce the component of group drumming throughout, uh, we started kind of talking about what it could look like. And, of course, the word God kept coming up. So I kind of stopped her and, and I, and I asked her bluntly, what is this God that you keep talking about? And really the point of it was that I'm not going to show up and do my work in a community of people. If one, I don't fully understand the context, uh, because if I don't know the context, then I'm not going to be able to add value to the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, I needed to make sure that I could show up fully as myself. So once she kind of gave me her response, I told her it makes sense to me, but that's not my understanding of what God or spirituality is in my life. Um, And by the way, the way that organized religion is often delivered in experience doesn't resonate with me either. So for instance, I said, if I was going to do a program with you, then everyone needs to be in a circle so we can make eye contact and we uh, we cut out that that hierarchy of 
the the person in charge is on a stage or a, or a beam as they call it and physically above everyone else and if i'm going to do it the people in the room need to have the opportunity to share their voices to share their opinions and to create dialogue and really community with each other that's how i run my programs and i wasn't willing to do this if i wasn't able to to you know have her agree to these and and she was very open and and understood where i was coming from and we did the program and it was freaking awesome that's that's fantastic wow i mean that's really incredible i mean that uh that you took it sounds like you took quite a journey i mean working with this organization, working with the synagogue. So, I mean, is this a relationship that you've kind of forged since you've worked with them last summer? Yeah. So I ended up over the fall doing a four week residency at the soul center, uh, which I branded as a mindful rhythm sessions. Mm -hmm. So it was beat well in the sense of we're all in a circle, we're playing drum and percussion instruments, but there was a, a bigger focus on mindfulness meditation, uh, which is something I'd be happy to talk more to because that's one of the other things that I'm really tripling down on right yeah, now, just yeah. mindfulness. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the Knowledge Burst session. So I'm really excited to unpack that a little bit more. But Jordan, I want to ask you, I mean, you've been on this journey for a while. We had you on about a year and a couple months ago. So I want to ask you, I mean, for moving forward listeners, I mean, what do you, what have you found to be the most satisfying part of your journey and also the hardest? Satisfying is very simple. I can have a dream or a vision and then I can work really, really hard and then it can come true. Yeah. Simple as that. And it's, it's the, the concept of you, you can do anything, right? So I've, I've done it in bands. I've done it with uh, creating a, a business a, in a wrestling service. as a teenager at, and at 13 years old, I wanted to be a pro wrestler. I did it. Yeah. You know, and then I wanted to play drums in a rock band. I did it. And that's another thing I haven't mentioned that earlier I said, I felt stagnant in all areas. One being creatively, I hadn't performed in a band in four years. So yeah. over the summer I joined a band and, uh, I can kind of go into that with, with some of the, what's been the hardest. Yeah, definitely, um, please. But, but I'm, in, I'm in a band right now called Reindeer, and we just put out a record a couple weeks ago, and what I found to be very hard is time management. Mm, yes. In the sense that this, yeah, this band right now is getting a lot of opportunities, and including being offered a month-long tour this March, and I really don't have the time to do that. Yeah. That's a, that's a challenge. I mean, because it sounds like opportunities are coming to you in areas that you really needed it. I mean, I think it's interesting because you were mentioning that you were creatively stagnant all of last year, but now these opportunities are coming to you because you're opening yourself up to them. So, yeah, that time management, the priority management, that can be a real challenge. I mean, do you have? I mean, do you have a way of dealing with that, or are you still trying to figure that out as you as you go along? I, I I'm trying to say yes to the things that I can, to the opportunities I can maximize. So for instance, it's not 100% confirmed, but we've been in talks with South by Southwest and they seem interested in a showcase. So if I went there, there's gonna be a lot of downtime uh, where I can then network and create more opportunities for Beatwell. 
That's awesome. So, so that's, that's an opportunity that, that really excites me. Yeah, that's great. And I, what I love, Jordan, is that you've made some changes, some important ones, starting with focusing more on yourself, your mindfulness, which we'll talk about. And then that has opened up the opportunities for you to move forward in many different areas. I mean, working with the types of clients that you want and be well, but also getting back into the music, which I'm so happy to hear about. You and I have talked about it, but I know that our listeners may not may, may not know this because uh, your last interview was a year and a couple months ago. So I'm really glad that uh, the music's coming back into your life. Thank you, man. It was it was needed. And and but not only just music, because music never left, right? right. So through Beatwell, through my drum lessons, through my guitar lessons, I'm making music every day, but the difference is that it's always in service of someone else. Yes, yes. Right, so now to be a performer, it's it's still in service in the sense that I'm doing everything I can to draw others in, but I'm drawing them into my own experience on stage. Yeah, and how does it feel to be back on stage? I fucking love it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that could, it's I, the I, best. I think, I think that, that pretty much says it all moving forward, listeners. So I absolutely love that. Well, Jordan, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Let's do it. All right. Well, I'm going to start off. I'm going to mix it up a little bit because so happy to have you back on the show. Let's start off with this one. Share one tip for incorporating rhythm into your daily work life. I mean, everyone, you know, 2017, I think a lot of people want to start focusing on being more mindful. Do you have a tip for that busy professional who wants to be maybe a little bit more mindful and you do it through rhythm with Beatwell? What's one way that someone who's listening to this can start doing that? Very simple. So we often need times uh, to just take a break right to pause so maybe we're feeling overworked we're feeling a bit stressed or agitated whatever it may be so if we can take 30 seconds to ourselves two minutes to ourselves whatever it may be to just breathe right Mm. Uh, i've noticed recently in my groups that the feedback i'm getting from some people is hey jordan that program was great but what really helped me the most was when you just reminded us to breathe and it's like damn, this is the simple stuff, right? And I found that if we really focus on the simple, basic, most fundamental things, everything else gets easier. Yeah. So I've also noticed that something like a breath practice or meditation practice can be easier if we incorporate rhythm because it helps uh, anchor us in the experience. So I'm gonna, if you maybe just sat at your desk or in your car or wherever you are, and tap on your thighs, and I hope the mic can pick this up, but if you kind of tap to a rhythm, and then just breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. And do that for 30 seconds, do that for two minutes, whatever it may be to help kind of create space between you and those thoughts and feelings that are in the moment overwhelming. I I absolutely love it. And that actually leads me perfectly into my next follow-up question. So Jordan, I mean, you've talked a lot about this on the episode, being more mindful. So I want to know today, what do you do to recharge your batteries reboot when you feel like you're up against the wall where you've hit a roadblock? So I I think connecting to the body uh, is really, really important. Mm -hmm. So Sometimes I'll just 
jump in place, right? Mm-hmm. And, and what it comes down to for me is it's getting the energy to start moving. So I'll often feel stuck uh, if, because, because my energy is stuck, right? So it's, it's moving my body. Uh, I'm really fortunate that my parents spend most of their year in South Florida. And when it's cold like now, I've been going there more often uh, and even been able to do some of my beat well work down there, which has been really nice. But I walk on the beach by myself yeah. and that gets my body moving and it gets everything very quiet. And I've realized that my most creative ideas, the times when I'm able to uh, have visions for things that I then want to start working towards. It comes when I get very quiet and still. Um, but stillness meaning within me, right? So yes. my body's moving, but but there's a stillness, there's space. I'm creating space uh, for whatever you want to call it, wisdom or vision or whatever, uh, to come to me, right? Some people use yoga for that. Some people go running for that. Some people uh, take baths for that, um, which I do too. Baths are very, very good. Uh, but but the idea is that I'm moving my body and I'm creating space uh, for inspiration to come. Yeah, I love it. I think that's really important. And moving forward, listeners, I mean, you're hearing a theme here. Make that space, take that time. And I love what Jordan has shared. Well, Jordan, let me ask you this. So, you have so many opportunities that are coming into your life right now. So do you have a way of managing them or prioritizing them? I mean, do you write them down on a piece of paper and do a pro and con list? I mean, what is your way to kind of prioritize your time? Uh, that's a good question. I, so I, I have realities, right? So I have rent and bills and things like sure. that. So that's definitely a factor. And where the band is now, that's not the most lucrative financially. Um, but I think it still comes down to trusting my gut, listening to myself, honoring myself, and choosing what feels best, right? So we have all these realities of life, whether it's responsibilities financially, uh, or to loved ones, or whatever it may be. Uh, so as long as we respect that, then it comes down to really uh, what what feels best to me. Yeah, and that's been my north star. Does this feel good? It's it's that simple. Yeah, great knowledge, person. Moving forward, listeners, you've heard it from Jordan Goodman. He's been through this journey. He's gone through quite a few changes over the, the last year since we had him on the show. And these are practices. These are things that you can start taking to heart. So thank you so much for sharing that, Jordan. If you listen to the first episode I was on, I hope you guys feel that I'm a lot looser now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because honestly, the, the biggest thing is I don't care anymore. Like I really, I, I, I really, I'm trying to add as much value as possible and lead with love. Yeah. So that's always my intention. But if you don't like me, I really don't care. <laughs> well, I, I have a feeling most of our listeners are, are hanging on to every word, Jordan. But uh, no, I think I really appreciate it. Your candor is something that I value. It's one of the reasons why I wanted you back on the show so that you could share your journey over the past year with our listeners. Well, I say yes, because this feels good to me, John. Yeah. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest 
along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Jordan, speaking of which, let's do a little time travel. Let's say we go into a time machine right now and we go back maybe five years or in this case, maybe even a year and a half. What is one lesson, tip or piece of advice that you would give to your past self? Trust my body. Mm. So the body has all the answers. Our body holds all the wisdom, right? With this, we are a miraculous machine. Yes. Right? We get sick. We get a cut. The body fixes it, right? We're mm-hmm. built to heal ourselves. And in the past, I may have felt uh, a feeling or a physical sensation that I'd maybe interpret as dangerous or anxiety, and then I'd start resisting it, right? And then the more you resist it, the more it persists. It's almost like you're, you're, uh, you have a hangover, and then you throw up, you feel better, right? Mm-hmm. So the more that we keep these uncomfortable feelings within us, uh, they're only going to come out in other ways, whether that's addictions or uh, poor relationships or whatever it may be. So really trusting my body in that way, I've gotten a lot better and I've been doing different practices with professionals where I'm really exploring my body and allowing myself to naturally express what feels natural. Yeah. Uh, so trusting my body in that way and then also in the sense of trusting gut feelings, because that's very real too. That's yeah. intuition. And that's something that sometimes we get, I mean, as we get older, it's hard to get back to that. I mean, so Jordan, how do you think your younger self would have reacted to this advice? Uh, I, I, he probably would have said, shut the fuck up, hippie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then what would you have said to him? That you are going to experience a lot of pain. You're going to perhaps feel like you wasted a lot of time and potential uh, for not listening to this advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. And moving forward, listeners, I mean, I think what Jordan has shared is so important that uh, your body is your early warning system. I mean, it tells you things and sometimes we ignore that and to our own detriment. So I think one of the big takeaways that Jordan has shared is that you've got to be in tune with yourself. I think that is so important. I mean, no matter what it is you're talking about, whether it's your job, your career, your business, relationships, life, I think that's really important. So many of us avoid ourselves, John. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because life is hard. It is. Right? And and we carry a lot. We carry a lot. And it's easier in the moment to avoid it. Yeah. But More to that push builds it away up. And, and not deal with it. Right. Or numb it. Or whatever it may be. But to not, but it's like the truth is there. We just got to be open to it. Yeah. And that's hard work. It is a lot of hard work. But I think what you have shown in your story today, Jordan, is that once you do that hard work, once you start listening to yourself, your body will put you back on the right track and and look at all the changes that have happened to you now. It does. And that's not to say that like I've got it all figured out, right? So there's still that natural resistance within me. uh, But I I have a lot more self-awareness. And the more that I'm practicing these things and seeing the results the easier it is to start trusting that process. Yeah, yeah, 
I think that's really important. Well, Jordan, how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about the great stuff that you're up to? I have a beautiful website, beatwell.org. You can email me, jordan at beatwell.org. And on social media, everything is beatwell, be more, the letter B-M-O-R-E, beatwell, be more, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. Awesome. And we'll have all of that posted on the write-up. Jordan, we're doing something new this year. I'm having my guests close out the show. So using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. I think I couldn't have thought of a better way to close it. Jordan, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us to return today to share your journey with our listeners. Thank you, John. Loved it, man. And moving forward, listeners, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.